Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, the next level network. How are you? How's it going? Are you okay? Is everybody okay? I'm better. I'm going to have a heat in this room soon. Did I tell you about that? Did we talk about that? I don't know. I don't remember when uh, I recorded before or after that, but uh, just before we start anything, very soon, like in the next week or so, I will have heat in my office for the first time because the guy was here. He finally put in a new outlet after like a year and a half of talking about it. Um, it is in there. It's on its own line. So we're good. We're good for that, hopefully. And then if the heater sucks, I'll just be disappointed and cold again. Um, but for the moment, I think we're okay. So there we go. That's your little life update. Um, we may have another positive thing at the end of the show. We shall see. We shall see. But on today's program, we had a question. Which sports championship trophy would you most want to win and why. Jill and I talked about this the other day, and I said that would be good for the show, right? And it was. We got some good answers. If I miss you, I'm sorry. I got to kind of rush this part because I'm in the office on Thursday this week, so I'm losing that day to do things. So that's uh, if I miss you, my bad. Just let me know. Remind me, and I'll get back to you soon. All right? So it's like a voicemail. Leave a message. I'll get back to you soon. Oh, the concerts thing. Damn it. I forgot. All right. I'll look that up later. Remind me later. If I don't do that this week, I'll do that next week, too, about uh, if you prefer to see the band do the songs live like the record or do them differently. Uh, we got a couple answers from MAG and Brian Amato, and I will try to remember to look them up today. All right. There we go. Housekeeping. Now we're done. All right. So we had a question about sports trophies. We'll do that. I want to talk about delivery drivers again, because overall, like, and I know some people who are delivery drivers who listen to the show, so I don't mean you, because with you, I've had positive experiences if you've delivered to me, I've likely, you know, you know what? Let me not even say that. Let me say it this way. If you're listening to the show, you're likely not a moron and can figure out how to read street signs and open gates. And so, but the, there's so many people in this neighborhood, whoever drives in this neighborhood, they don't know how to do very simple things. And it really bugs me. And so I just, ugh. so we're going to talk about it. I know we've talked about it a lot, but, uh, I just, I need to vent, if that's all right with you. So we'll have that. We had Baseball Hall of Fame. The inductees were revealed. We have our names, the people who will be inducted in July. So we'll talk about that. And we may hear from the captain about the Fly Guys. We'll see. Oh, and also, big wrestling news is that Monday Night Raw next year will have a new home. So we'll talk about that and what it means maybe for the future of the company as a whole. So there we go. Little wrestling news. Sorry, mom, but that's what is on the menu for today. Hope you're well. Hope you're staying warm and dry and cuddly and cozy and whatever else you prefer. All right. So this week is very interesting with the song because so I I saw this band come up on threads. And I'm like, man, this band sounds like the name sounds really familiar. And then I said, I listened, I clicked on their link tree. The band is called Midnight Skies, by the way. And they posted on threads, hey, you know, we're looking, we're new on threads, whatever. Um, we're looking for people. And I said, great, let's follow them. Let's chat with them. Let's do this. And 
I listened to one of their songs and I'm like, this sounds really familiar. And I looked in my, or I looked in the, wherever I looked, the iTunes store or whatever. I know that's not a thing anymore, but that's where I looked. Uh, <laughs> officially not a thing, but I was like, wow, that cover art looks really familiar. Like, did I play this band already? I didn't. I feel like maybe I reached out to them years ago and just forgot because that happens. Uh, but anyway, I said, hey, I'm going to play this song of yours because I liked it and I think my audience would like it too. And they're like, yeah, it's great. And then I realized that song came out four years ago. And I'm like, oh, well, that's no fun. So they put up a little teaser on threads, probably put it elsewhere too. Uh, Midnight Skies Band, by the way, is where you find them. The links to that will be in the show notes as always. And they put up a teaser of their song called We're Not Okay. And it is coming out. Well, as I sit here, it's not out yet. That's why this is interesting. But it's coming out on the 26th. So yesterday, this song will have dropped. You will hear it. I'm going to hear it for the first time after I do this. And so (laughs) really what I should have done, like the prudent thing to have done would have been to say, hey, guys, can I just get like a private stream link so I can hear the song before it goes out on the show? I should have done that. I did not do that. I probably still have time to do that. But I didn't do that, and this is more fun. So I do know from the teaser that it's not safe for work. So just FYI, although you should be listening with headphones anyway, but just to not be rude. Um, so Midnight Skies Band on social media, the link to their uh, little link tree, John, there, will be in the show notes, as all the things are. So this song is brand new. I've not, Again, I've only heard you know, 20 seconds of it. So I hope the rest of it's awesome. And uh, we have brand new music from new friends, Midnight Skies. We're not okay. It's the Melting Pat. We're coming right back. We're not okay. We're all losing our patience. Way down and frustrated. And we're here to say.
there you have it. Midnight Skies, brand new from them. It is called We're Not Okay. It's the Melty Pat, the next level network. We had to improvise that. I'm sorry, guys. They're never going to want to come back. So, Midnight Skies. Christ. So that was, I heard a little bit of a nice little riff I could uh, I could mouth on, as it were, in that teaser. So that's what I got for you. If there's a sick solo in there, it wasn't in the teaser, so I don't know it yet. But anyway, We're Not Okay is the song. That wasn't okay. I'm sorry, guys. Midnight Skies banned on social media. <laughs> Thank you to our new friends for their new song. There we go. Go get it. We're Not Okay is the name of the song, Midnight Skies. Thank you very much. My new friends, follow them on threads and all the places and let them know Pat sent you and they'll be like, wow, we don't want to associate with that guy ever again. There we go. That's sometimes that's what happens. Okay. So let's get on. <laughs> now, now that we've uh, humiliated ourselves once again, as we often do at this point of the show, let's get on. We had a question. I thought about this. Um, I don't know why I thought about this. I think we were looking up championship trophies or something. And I was talking to Jill and I said, hey, what do you think? Like, this would be good for the show. Which sports championship trophy would you most want to win? That'd be good for the show. And so Jill made me look up the weights of the major sports. And when I say major, I mean basketball, American football, uh, hockey, baseball, and football, soccer. So I looked all those up. And I like that a lot of you went off board for this. Not that there was a menu, but I like that you you didn't stick to... Those, because that's what I thought of, and I'm like, there are more sports. I know that, but um, Jill said she would want to win the Lombardi Trophy, the Super Bowl, because it would get more attention, and as we learned, it is the lightest trophy of the major sports, which I think is a good because re- I know we were talking about the Stanley Cup somehow, and I'm like, man, how cool would that be to skate around with the Stanley Cup? And we the Stanley Cup did get a couple of mentions, so we'll get to that. But like, how cool would that be to skate around? with the Stanley Cup over your head. And I'm like, man, how heavy is that thing? It's 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 a hefty boy. How heavy is it? I know I looked it up. Let me see. It is 34 and a half pounds. Actually, that's about what my son weighs right now. So, imagine, okay, by the way, assume that you can, if you want to answer this, and we'll come back to it, assume that you have the skill set to do what it takes to like be on a championship team. So like, if you pick the Stanley Cup, assume that you know how to skate and play hockey things right or like assume you know how to how to do whatever it is right how how to sumo wrestle like assume that that you can do that like you are qualified to compete for a championship in the sport so just make just put that like obviously realistically i could do none of these right but i could probably win the nba title like as a bench guy but anyway no i couldn't uh realistically no i could not but just assume that you're that you are qualified and capable enough to be on a championship team. There we go. All right, so Jill said Super Bowl because it get more attention and the trophy's the lightest. That's a great way. That's a great, like, reason to pick a trophy because you get to hold it, right? And you don't want to be like, yeah, and then, like, tip over and fall and break the Stanley Cup or whatever. Um, so that's fun. But, yeah, like, they like imagine skating around the ice with the Stanley Cup over your head. Like, how cool is that, right? Right? Is that fun? No? All right, anyway, Meg says the Korean baseball trophy because it's a giant sword. And then she said, hey, wait a minute. All right, that's not the actual trophy, which is a bummer because it looks badass. So then she said, 
the Premier League Cup because it looks like something I'd get in a video game. By the way, I'm going to put up pictures of all these in the show notes at themeltingpat.com so you can see what we're talking about. All right. Uh, I just want you to know, because this is obviously, I don't do video. I don't have pictures in my hand to show you on camera. Um, but <laughs> that'd be funny, though. Uh, so I'll, I'll put all the pictures so you don't have to search for them. I will put them all on the website. So there we go. All right. Um, it does look badass. The Premier League Cup trophy does look badass. I'm into that. Vito says the World Series. Mid-February, starting spring training through early November. 162 games plus a minimum of 11 playoff games if you're a world beater, but more likely closer to 20 playoff games. It's such a long grind, and it's every single day. Winning it all has to feel like the ultimate payoff. That's great. I'd love to win the World Series. Well, mainly because I love baseball, but like, man, like the whole grind, like you start in the winter, you end in the fall, like you're you're covering almost all the seasons there. And it's just like, oh God, so great. Like finally, we did like, we won all these and there are, it's not just, it's not like the NFL where it's one game. It's nope, you got to win three of five and then four of seven and then four of seven again in the playoffs. And it's just, oh man, amazing. Love it. Thank you, Vito. MAG says, are we counting wrestling? If so, I'd take the WWE championship. If not, I'll go with the UFC heavyweight title because I'd be so badass. I, you know how much I love wrestling, but I'm going to exclude it from this conversation because in the context that we're talking, that we're speaking, it's not a sport, right? I mean, that's, that's not, we're not going to go down a rabbit hole on this, but uh, in this context, not a sport, not what we're talking about, but winning the WWE title would be great, right? That'll be awesome. I also want to win a Slammy. So if we can make that happen, uh, that'd be great too. So there we go. Lock, lock. Thank you, MAG. Sorry. Um, UFC title would be fun. That'd be good. Cause that, cause that's like legit. Like you're a legit badass if you win the UFC title, right? Like you gotta be like, think of the guys who've held that title. I don't watch UFC that much. I don't follow MMA at all, really. But like, think of the badass guys who have won that title and the women who have won that title as well. Like how tough you gotta be to work your way through the ranks and compete for the, you know, compete in the big fight in the main event and just then to win that, oh my God, amazing. That'd be great. I like that pick. Lockjaw says, the Acapulco Open, which is uh, tennis, I believe, and it's a giant pair. The trophy is a giant pair. That's really fun. Man, I like that a lot. Uh, we did get a couple other votes. People just said either the Stanley Cup or, actually, no, the ones that just said this, it was just the Stanley Cup. So uh, sorry I didn't write down your names, my bad. But if you didn't have a reason or a fun thing, then... You know, I didn't copy it over, but I did see you and I do thank you for your answer. So a lot of picks. I think the consensus here is going to be the Stanley Cup because we got three or four who said the Stanley Cup, which I like, which is a great pick. Kyle says Stanley Cup, the archived version. I'd use it for my minestrone. No, Kyle, no, don't do that. Don't do that, Kyle. Well, actually, let me strike that from the record. It'll still be there. But if you win it, you get a date like Uncle Mike's going to say in a minute here. You get it to yourself for a whole day. So you can do whatever you want with it, as far as I know. Uh, there we go. Thank you, Kyle. Uncle Mike says, Lord Stanley's Cup, because you get to have your name on it forever, because you get to play with it for a day all to yourself, and because hockey is the coolest sport. There you go. That's the, other, that's the really other cool thing about winning the Stanley Cup, is that your name gets engraved on it. So like, it's like, oh yeah, I won the World Series. Great. But does your name go on that trophy? I don't think so. Like, does your name go on the, whatever the FIFA World Cup trophy is? 
I don't believe so. Like your name goes on the Stanley Cup forever. Like, yes, I won the Stanley Cup. My name is right there. That'd be amazing. That'd be so. And then you get to carry it around. Like, not even just skating around after you win, but like you get to take like take it home with you. And like go take it around town. That'd be great. That'd be all where would I take where would I take the Stanley Cup? I'd probably go to my hometown instead of this neighborhood and show that off. That'd be amazing. What do we think? Where would we take like if you could, I guess the maybe a follow-up question. If you could take the trophy with you for a day, where would you go? Like, would you go to Disney or whatever? That seems dumb. I don't know. Well, I don't I don't care for a theme park, so it seems dumb to me. But like that might be like your ultimate dream. So I don't want to yuck your yum on that. But I don't know. I I definitely show it off to as many people as I could. That would be great for the day. Like, hey, come visit me this day and we're going to hang out. And then you get there and I have the Stanley Cup with me or the World Series trophy or the giant pair from the Acapulco Acapulco Open that I won. Or, Or I got the Korean baseball sword and I'm showing that off for the day. That'd be awesome. All right. Thank you for that. Keith says, I'm going to call it a major sport because it's the national sport of Japan, but the Emperor's Cup. I've been obsessed with sumo for a few years now. The way these guys have to live their lives, constantly training, constantly pushing, existing in a very strict hierarchy to reach the top of the mountain like that has to be exhilarating. It sure does. And I had not seen this trophy until just now. Like I just looked it up. And this thing looks off. This thing is huge. How big is this? Do we know? Let's see. Hold on. Okay, it is three feet and six and a half inches tall and weighs 64 pounds. Holy Oh my God. That's awesome. That thing's huge. Oh man. Oh, and you get your name engraved. So that's like the Stanley Cup. You get your name engraved on it. That's amazing. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, let's win that sumo trophy, bro. Let's go. How much do I have to weigh to be a sumo guy? I, I for sure don't meet the requirement, but oh, it's awesome. The Emperor's Cup. That looks badass. Man, that's great. And you get your name on it. Like, I think that's that's a big selling point for me. Is like you get your name on it. So I think like as much as I love baseball and winning the World Series would be the best. I don't know, man. Like, do you get your name on the World Series trophy? I don't believe you do. But like getting your name on the trophy forever is huge. Do I, am I going Stanley Cup? Have I convinced myself to go Stanley Cup? Like winning the Super Bowl would be cool because a lot more people probably would, I don't know, would know who you are if that's the thing you want. That'd be awesome. Winning the NBA title would be awesome because I love basketball, right? Like I won the NBA title, like so many great players before me. Now I get to count myself among them and get a banner in the rafters at, the, at my home arena. Like that'd be awesome, right? Winning the World Cup, like, I'm literally the best in the world. Oh, by the way, Seth did say the World Cup. Sorry, Seth. I almost forgot. Um, and you get, I think FIFA also gives, like, an individual championship trophy that Seth would win as well. So, sorry. I I, I didn't write it down, but I just remembered. Um, like, yeah, winning the World Cup would be incredible. Because that's not just like, oh, we won this league thing. No, we are literally the best in the world at this sport in this in this year. Right? Amazing. Winning a gold medal at the Olympics would be fantastic. Cause then it's like, Hey, I'm the best in the world at this event. Like I won the, I don't know, 800 meters, which is what I would compete in. Like I'm, I was literally the best in the world at the 800 meters in this year, whatever year it would be like, that would be the greatest. And like, Hey, look what I did. I'm a gold medalist 
God damn it, that's great. Am I going to, oh man, gold medal or Stanley Cup? How do I choose here? Because having your name on it, is your name on the gold medal? I assume it is. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to speculate wildly. And uh, you know what? Let's say it is. I think I got to go gold medal, right? Like that's got to be, as much as I love the Olympics, that's got to be it. What if you won an Olympic gold medal in hockey? Do you still get a your name on a cup somewhere? Or is that different? It's probably different. Damn. I. You know what? I, I think I'm going to go gold medal. There are a lot of great choices. I'd love to win the World Series. I'd love to win the Stanley Cup. Now I want to win that Emperor's Cup thing. That looks awesome just for that trophy. And um, I would love, I think it's got to be gold medal. I'm an Olympics junkie, as it were. And yeah, being able to, I think that that's got to be it, right? Being able to say on an international stage that I am the greatest at a thing that I competed in would be the great, would be the best. That would be it, right? Because like, yeah, I won this league, but only, you know, there are other leagues for baseball and there are other football. I mean, they're okay. There are other football leagues, but they're not the NFL, right? And like, I don't know, man, World Cup would be good. That'd be neat. Because again, that's the same thing. Like, I'm the, we're the best in the world at this. I think I got to go gold medal. I think I do. I think someone did mention gold medal in anything. I don't remember who said it. Sorry. And I think it'd be great. Yeah, I think we got to go. I'm going to go gold medal. A lot of great answers. There, I don't think there's a, like there's no wrong answer to this question. Like, if you're like, oh man, I want to win the NBA NBA title. I'm like, oh, you loser, get out of here. No, there's no wrong answer at all. Like, this is all great, and I love again that a lot of you went off book with your sports here, which is fantastic. Um, so thank you all for that. I'm going gold medal. Absolutely. I think we figured it out. I think, yeah, the whole, the international thing, being recognized on a world stage like that would be really cool to be able to say, I'm the best in the world at this for this time. And here's my, here's my gold to prove it. Really winning any Olympic medal would be great. But if I could win a gold medal would be, oh my God, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. I'm going to gold medal in fencing or something, something I've never done in my life. Oh, that'd be so cool. All right, so I'm going gold medal. I like that. I love all these answers. The Emperor's Cup, Lord Stanley's Cup, the the giant pair for winning the Acapulco Open. <laughs> oh, UFC title would be great. World Series would be great. Uh, the Premier League Cup just looks awesome. And winning the Super Bowl would be would be so good. That'd be fun, too. And it's the lightest trophy. So... There we go. Not there's not really a bad reason to say here, right? All right, there we go. That is our that's our question. Thank you so much for your answers. If I missed you, I'm very sorry. We'll get back to you next time. And somebody remind me about the concerts thing because I'll I'll try to I'll probably forget that later. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and I'm gonna go have lunch, and then I will come back, and I will like no a second will pass for you, not even, and then I will talk to you about. Uh, I'll get mad about delivery drivers just being incredibly stupid. So we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do Baseball Hall of Fame. We'll do wrestling. And then maybe we'll hear from the captain. And that will be that for the show. But for now, uh, did we already do it? We did. We'll take a break. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. See that? No time passed for you at all. I had leftover lasagna, by the way. Uh, not homemade, which is a bummer. But, you know, it's labor intensive. When you get a kid, it's, it's tough. But we did uh, Stouffer's. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was, you know, I'm not hungry. It's not, okay, it's not as bad to say, at least I'm not hungry anymore. But it's also, like, it's not my wife's lasagna. It's not my mom's, right? It's not 
somebody else's who makes a really good lasagna that I love. Right? So it was it was fine. It was good though. I enjoyed it. I prefer their mac and cheese to uh to whatever this was. So <laughs> that's mean. That's mean. No, it was fine. All right. So that's I'm back. Again, no time passed for you. I went and had lunch, did a work thing, and uh now we're in this room together. So there we go. Okay. Again, thanks for your your answers on uh which sports trophy you'd win. If I missed you, I'm sorry. Okay. Let's I, I let's I got a I got a pat peeve for you today. I I've talked about this a lot, but more things have happened since then, and I figured let's just make this another big segment. So I need to know. And especially like if you deliver food or groceries, like if you drive for Grubhub or Instacart or DoorDash or one of those or all of them, I need to know how a lot of these people are so stupid. I think that's that's it. I've talked about these before. Like they they can never find my house. Like there was the guy who you know over the summer or whenever who was in the alley checking trash cans looking for our address. Which by the way, if you're in the alley looking for my house number. You're not going to find it because we have a fence blocking off the, you know, so you can't see the door. All right. So you're not going to find it. And also who, like, why would you turn down a street that has no name on it? Right? Like my, the, the street name is there. Why wouldn't you turn down the street where the thing, I know the GPS takes everybody everywhere, but you should look at the address and say, Hey, I need to go to this street. So I should probably turn down where the sign says that's where the street is. And I'm just like, all right. That, so that guy was an idiot. He was back there for like 10 minutes too checking trash cans, looking at back doors, trying to find my address. What an idiot. And then, so we ordered the other day, or probably a week ago now, we order a lot of takeout, uh, a lot of delivery. So these are going to run together. But I, <laughs> but this person, so they take a picture of when they drop off your food so you know where it is, right? So like, oh, your food is here. Here's Here's a picture from your driver. And sometimes like you're in the picture. If you meet them at the door, they take a picture of you like holding the food. Or like they get onto the street and take a picture of your house and like, hey, there's your food. It's in front of the door, wherever. It's on the table, whatever. So I look at this picture and I'm like, hey, that's not my house. Like it was clearly not my house, not the block, not my street, nothing. So I did some uh, investigating and found out they went one block over, uh, like one street over and just dropped it off and left. And I I was talking to a buddy about this and I won't name him because I don't do that. Uh, and he said, you get a notification when you're at the wrong address. Like you get a, you get a little alert that says, Hey, you're not at the right place. And apparently this person either didn't get that or ignored it because they left it at another house. And so I had to go through a whole hassle of, Hey, can you redeliver this or what? Uh, and don't send that driver. Cause they're clearly a moron. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. I just don't understand. And I know like English might not be their first language. So I guess that's part of it. But if you're delivering stuff, to the neighborhood. You got to know how to read street signs, I would think. I know and this comes from a place of privilege. I'm aware and this comes oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm not I'm not saying what you think I'm going to be saying. I'm just I just if you're going to be delivering things in a neighborhood, you have to know where to actually deliver them. Like you have to know, oh, this street says this. I need to look for the street that says this. Right? Like this whatever street, right? You know, Main Street, Elm Street, Pine Street, right? All of those, even if you don't really understand English that well, all of those letters in in those orders look different. And so if you're going to Elm Street, you shouldn't drop it off on Main Street. You should look for the sign and say, hey, you know, 
I need to go here. This one looks like this. I should go to the right place. Maybe I maybe I'm oversimplifying. I don't know. Um, it just it just boggles my mind that they can't find the house. And then once they if they do find the house, they can't open the gate. Now the gate is very simple. It's a drop latch. So you just push up on one side. That's on. It's very clear where it is, even though everybody tries to look at the other side of the gate for some reason. Um, you just push up on the little latch and push the gate open. And a lot of people, like, they don't figure out, like, they look at the wrong side of the gate, then they can't find the latch, and then what they'll do is uh, they'll either call me and say, hey, I'm here, and then wait for me to come down to meet them at the gate to get the food, which I I don't mind doing, because we live on a one-way street, and they want to get out of there as soon as possible, and it's fine. I don't mind. But if you're an idiot, and you can't figure out how to open the gate, I'm less inclined to want to help you, even though you're delivering my food, or whatever. Because, like... It's a drop latch. You push up and you push it open. And that's it. Did they not teach you how to do this? I don't know. Do people not have drop latches anymore? Are we like a rare breed at this point? I I, I don't know. And then, so one time, uh, they let they just left the food. I guess they didn't either didn't want to open the gate or couldn't or whatever they wanted, whatever they did. And so they left our food on the steps outside the gate. And I didn't get alerted. That because usually the, like the, the app or whatever will send you a notification or a text that says, Hey, here's your food, here's a picture, right? So I didn't get that. And so I'm like, huh. I go look in the app and it says, Hey, your food was delivered at whatever time, like 10 minutes. It, it had been 10 minutes. And so I look up and I'm like, oh, I don't see it. And I they look at the picture and they left it outside the gate. I'm like, oh, you left it outside the gate because you're stupid. And then I go out there and there's nothing there. Like someone in either they took the driver took the picture and then took the food back with them. Or somebody saw that in the 10 minutes it sat there when I didn't know it was there and and grabbed it. Cause from from the time between they took the picture and the time that I got notified and got out or like found out and got out there, the food was gone. We got it redelivered. It, it, we got a new order. It was we made it out okay. But it's it was just so dumb. And then the other day, I'm getting groceries delivered. Now, I've never really had a problem with people like, well, that's not true. Sometimes when people deliver groceries, like you have to leave instructions in the app or whatever. And so I always say, leave them on the table outside or at the bottom of the steps. Because usually sometimes we'll lock the storm door overnight because the first thing is leave it inside the storm door. But sometimes we lock that at night. So uh, I said, leave it on the table. You got a big table out front or at the bottom of the steps. Because if you leave it on the second step, I can't open the door or on the top step. It's in front of the door. I can't open the door and get my stuff. Um, but a lot of people do that because they're dumb. And so sometimes they'll call and say, okay, I'm out front. And I'm like, okay, just leave the groceries there like the app says. And then they decide they can't find the house, can't find my address. And then sometimes I'll try to leave. I'm like, no, no, I'm right here. I shouldn't have to stand here and watch you because you could just drop off the groceries. I'll be fine. And then the other day I'm ordering... We order groceries, so it's like 9 a.m. that they're coming over because we had we had a plan for the weekend and it didn't work out. But I still order the groceries for the morning, and so it's just me and the kid because weekend mornings are dad and and boy time. It's like 9 a.m. The guy, the person called and said, "Hey, delivery, I'm here." I'm like, "Okay, great. That means I got to like open the door and be ready to receive the groceries." Okay, so I look out front, and these two guys are piling the groceries. So, okay, 
let me set the stage here. We have our front steps outside, and then we have the fence, and then the walkway to the steps to the door. So these guys, and the, the steps are outside the gate. So these guys left are piling the groceries on that top step outside the gate. Again, 9 a.m., just me and the kid. They don't know it's just me and the kid, but they, I guess, decided that they can't open the gate for some reason. Either they didn't want to figure it out or thought maybe, oh, we shouldn't open the gate for some reason. And they so they're piling the groceries. And again, it's like 10 bags. It's like I spent a lot of money because there's a lot of snacks for the kid and whatnot. And, you know, there are three of us. So it like it's a lot of stuff. And you're piling it outside the gate. Like, yes, technically on the property. But the job isn't the job to deliver the stuff to the door or to where the the recipient has asked you to leave the stuff, right? To leave the product. If I say, hey, leave it on the table outside, I'll get it. Great. A lot of delivery places, a lot of pizza places or like Amazon drivers or whatever, they have no problem with that most of the time. FedEx usually has no problem. And so I just, I'm like, I, I don't understand what the, th- so I go out there again, it's 9 a.m. It's freezing. So I run out there with him, with the boy, and I, I pull in a bag. Like I open the gate, I prop the front door open and I, I pull in a bag and I figure, Hey, they'll see me pulling in groceries and go, Oh, like the door's open. Now we can carry the stuff up to the door. Like we're supposed to, they did not do this. So they're still piling, like I have pulled a bag off the steps and into the house. And they're still piling groceries on the steps outside the gate, which is now open. And so I said, hey, hey guys, guys, can you bring this stuff up to the door? And they, he looked at me like I had four heads. And I said, hey, can you bring, like I'm motioning, can you bring it up to the door, please? And he comes up and he puts it on like the third step. He's like, is this good? I'm like, that's fine. I'm not gonna argue, like try to get you to figure out what I'm I, like. It, I I realized early in this interaction that any specific request was going to be met with a head tilt, right? And that's exactly what happened. And I'm just like, I just I look. I mean no harm when I say this, but if you're going to deliver products to people, you should at the very least be able to have a simple conversation with that person. So if I say, hey, bring it to the door, you should understand what that means. Or if they, if I say, hey, just leave it on the table, you should understand what that means. Like we have to be able to communicate with each other in case there's a problem, which is an issue when you have like a Grubhub or a DoorDash order and something goes wrong and they say, oh, call the driver and the driver doesn't speak the language you speak. So now what do I do? Like this person didn't leave the food at my house or left the food in a spot and somebody stole it or whatever they did or didn't do. And now the recourse is call them and we can't understand each other. And I just, I don't know, like that's a, I guess that's a different topic of, you know, how can we fix this? How, how do we make, how do we hold people accountable for doing things and doing the job incorrectly? I guess that's a different discussion, but it's related in that I, I just don't understand like the Grubhub and DoorDash drivers around here are, they seem to be the dumbest people that, it, that exist in the universe outside of, never mind. Uh, I just like, they don't know how to follow directions. And when I try to reiterate those directions, they don't know what I mean. And I'm, I'm not saying like, I just, 
it just bothers me that like I pay, you pay a premium for these services, right? Like you pay more money either for the product or you pay the service fee and the tip and all that. Like you pay more for this job to get done because I don't have the capacity to do it right now because we got the kid and we got stuff going on. And like the reason that I pay for these services and I, I use all these apps is so I don't have to worry about, oh, how am I going to get this home? Where, when am I going to pick this up? Whatever. Like the job is you bring it to the door you ha- or you hand it to me if that's the case, right? You bring it to the door. You don't leave it like in front of the gate outside and you don't leave when I don't answer the phone right away because I'm doing dad stuff. And the instructions clearly say, leave it on the table and it'll be fine. Leave it inside the storm door. It will be great. You don't just try to leave if I don't answer the phone when I didn't request a phone call. Like, I know you're coming. I'm aware you're on the way. I'm tracking that, which is creepy, I know. But like, I'm well aware. And I just don't understand like what the disconnect between, oh, we can't like that. I just don't get, oh, we can't find the house. Oh, we can't open the gate. Oh, we don't know where to leave the groceries. Oh, we can't do that. I just, how are people so dumb? I just, I don't get it. Like Amazon drivers generally have no problem. Although this morning uh, they left our diapers at the, on the neighbor's steps. Uh, I, I think just because the driver did not want to open the gate. I think that's it. Because a lot of times what Amazon people will do is they'll, because it's all fenced in on our side. So they'll walk up the neighbor's walkway and just reach over the fence and put whatever it is on our step. So they don't have to open the gate and they get some out of there faster, whatever. Ever so once in a while that happens. But most of the time, Amazon and FedEx drivers have no issues getting product to our door, which is great. Uh, the Postal Service, U.S. Postal Service, somehow always has a problem delivering stuff to our house. I don't know why. I've had to re- get re-deliveries on several things. I don't know why that happens. But it, yeah, it just really seems like DoorDash and Grove drivers in this neighborhood are among the dumbest people in the universe. Like just so, just simple things. And it comes down to you're not completing the job. Because I've talked to people who deliver for these services. And the job is you deliver it to the person directly or follow their instructions. So if they say, leave it outside in this place, you leave it on that in that place. You don't leave it wherever. Like they have a specific spot where you'd like you to leave things. So you leave it there. That's the job. You bring it to the door or you leave it where they ask. That's the job. And it's just so frustrating to have to deal with these people who are not doing things that they should be doing. They have no recourse for this. There's no accountability for this from the company. And when you try to explain, hey, can you do this for me instead? For whatever reason, they don't understand what you're asking. I don't know. Maybe they're dumb. Maybe there's a language barrier. Maybe it's both. Maybe they're just, maybe they just don't want to do it. Maybe that's it. In which case, find another gig job. Like I know gig work is, you know, you got to work seven, eight jobs, which is sounds terrible. But I guess like when I go somewhere new, which for these people who are delivering things would probably be often if they're going somewhere. So what I do, and maybe, maybe they don't have time to do this, but what I like to do if I'm going somewhere new is I will screenshot the directions. I go from Google Maps, I go into Google Maps or whatever and type in my address where I am, wherever I am, and the destination, and I screenshot the directions. So I don't have to worry about scrolling or internet thing going out or whatever. It's a picture on my phone. Okay. And then I look at the street view and I save a picture of that. 
because I need to know what I'm looking for as I'm going there, especially if I've literally never been to that neighborhood before. I need to know what that house looks like or what that building looks like where I'm going to drop something off. Like, I need to know that. And I feel like maybe they don't have time to do this. Somebody let me know if you deliver for these services, would you have time to do this to get the directions and get a street view? Or I guess maybe just the second part. Like if you, because you got your GPS and they can take you there. Uh, but I would think if you have an extra eight seconds, is street view the address on Google or wherever you look at things. Take a screenshot so you know, hey, you've arrived at your destination. You should know what that looks like. And so you should know, hey, oh, they want me to leave it on the table. Oh, there's the table. Or they want me to leave it inside the storm door. Okay, there's a storm door. Boom, let's open it. Bang, let's go. Right? Like that should be the thing, shouldn't it? Maybe they don't have time for that. Maybe they don't. But come on. Like I, th there's no reason why so many different people should have this many issues getting to my house. It like it can't be that hard to open a gate with a simple drop latch and leave stuff on a table outside. I refuse to believe that this is so difficult that so many people working doing these deliveries have problems. Because like when I order from Pizza Hut or a local place, they have no problem. When I order from Amazon, they have no problem, generally. FedEx, no problem. Postal, U.S. Postal Service, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, maybe I shouldn't disparage them, but you know, I always have to request redelivery. So it's the Grubhub and the DoorDash and I guess the Instacart, although we haven't had Instacart in a long time. But it's just like, I don't understand what the disconnect is between, okay, I'm going to this house, I got to open the gate, and I got to leave the groceries somewhere instead of, oh, they didn't answer the phone, I'm going to leave, or I'm going to drive around the back of the house and drive around this alley and see where they are. Maybe that's where I have to go. Or I'm going to leave their food outside the gate and just say, oh, good luck. Like, what? I don't understand. Why is that the thought instead of, hey, why don't I deliver them to their actual house or to the actual people who live there instead of pretending I don't know what to do? Or just, I don't, I don't know, man. We got to have a seminar. We got to hold a seminar for this. Right, so we got to teach people how to open gates and leave groceries in a spot where the door is not going to hit them and make everything fall down the steps because my door opens out. So if you leave someone on the top step, I can't get it because I can't open the door. You dumbasses! All right, that's for anybody who's left things at my top on my top step. Um, I know this has been a long one, so we're going to take another break. But I just don't see like twenty minutes of me ranting at dumbass drivers who can't figure out how to open a gate and open a storm door or leave stuff on a table. This is not that hard to do. The job is you bring it to the people who or, who paid for it or you leave it where they asked. Because on everything I say, hey, leave it in the storm door or on the table outside. That's it. Not that hard. And if you can't figure that out, find another job. I hate to be that guy, but there's no reason that I should pay for this service and not get what I'm paying for. Because someone can't figure it's too dumb to figure out how to open a gate and too dumb to figure out oh maybe i should leave the groceries you know somewhere in this area where they can get them instead of outside on the steps where anybody can come steal it which has happened and i, I just i don't know man i'm just frustrated because it happens a lot and i know like oh man you just go get the stuff yourself that's not always an option like the option for me is paying for this service where the people should learn how to deliver things to houses. Like if you're getting paid to deliver something, you should figure out how to do it correctly or you should be fired. Like if I didn't do my job, 
I'd get fired. That's not, well, my job's a bad example because I won an award and I do this, right? On top of the things that I do, right? But if you don't do your job, if I, like, if I stopped doing my work for a long enough time, I would get let go as I should, because I'm paid to do the job and you're paid to deliver my stuff and you're not doing it. And there's no accountability because they just say, oh, all right, we'll give you a refund. We'll redeliver. We'll try redelivery or we'll give you a refund. More often than not, it's a refund. I'm like, okay, great. So that driver can just go on and screw somebody else's order up. Yeah. All right. That's, this is a lot. I know. Um, I'm just, I'd like, it's not that hard. It's not, it can't be that hard to look at a thing and go, okay, they want the things delivered here. We'll just put them over here on the table like they asked, or I'll hand them to them and it'll be fine. Apparently it's not fine because that's, those instructions are too difficult. It just, it bothers me. So if you work in delivery, deliver these things, if you deliver things for uh, the, the people, just like read their instructions, deliver it to the door or don't deliver things like find something else to do because no one should have to, not just me, no one should have to, because I'm sure I'm not the only one who's dealing with this. No one should have to, after paying a premium for this service and for these products, like paying a, not a premium, a markup for these products, no one should have to also deal with an incompetent delivery driver. That's all I'm saying. Too long, didn't listen. A lot of these drivers are dumb as hell, and I don't know what to do about it. But we're going to take a break. We got some sports stuff on the other side and some wrestling. So if you don't like that, then I'll see you next week. But yeah, it's Baseball Hall of Fame. It's uh, WWE signing a deal with Netflix. And then the Flyers, and then maybe uh, one more thing. I don't know. Depends on what. Actually, you know what? We'll push that again, the positive thing that we were going to say at the end. Although today I feel like we need it. But we'll push it because we've been here a long time. All right? Break. Try that again. Break. Let's do this. We'll be right back. Okay. If you don't like sports, it's time to go. We're done. We did all the things. Did all the stuff. Well, maybe there'll be one more thing at the end. But yeah, skip ahead. Skip ahead. But if it's not there, the timestamp will be there. And if it's not there, it's time to go. Thanks for coming. Check out Midnight Skies Band and tell them I sent you. All right? Great. For the rest of us, we got some baseball. We got some wrestling. Let's do the baseball. So the Hall of Fame ballot, or the Hall of Fame ballot results, the Hall of Fame inductees have been announced actually like a few months ago, a few weeks ago. Jim Leland, the great manager who managed the, the Marlins to the World Series, right? The Tigers, the whoever. Jimmy Leland's been around a long time. Very great manager, players guy. Everybody seems to like him. He was uh, selected, selected, elected by uh, one of the committees. So he's going in. And the player ballot was revealed. The inductees were revealed from the player ballot. There we go. I don't know why I can't figure out how to talk right now. <laughs> it's like I'm a delivery driver who can't open a gate. Um, so... As I suspected, Adrian Beltre made it in on the first try and well-deserved. Well, actually, all these are well-deserved. I talked about it a few weeks ago about who I would put in, and uh, I already forgot who I said. But I know that I was on the Adrian Beltre train to get in. Um, so he is in, Joe Maurer is in, and Todd Helton is in as well. And I love that Todd Helton is in, first of all, because I think he deserves it, because Todd Helton was awesome. Played his entire career in Colorado. And I love that he made it because, like, the argument has always been, oh, they play in Coors Field. Of course their number's going to be great. And, like, yeah, that works for some guys. I'm not going to name anybody. I don't do that. But, yeah, that's true for some people. But for guys like Larry Walker, who spent a long time there, and tell Todd Helton, who spent all 17 of his seasons there, to have very similar numbers 
away from Coors Field knocks out that argument completely. Oh, he played in Coors Field. Yeah, but he was also just as good or better on the road. And so I think that argument's nonsense. And if a, if a guy's great, he's going to be recognized for it. And so very happy about that. And um, yeah, Adrian Beltre should have gotten in. I talked about him, one of the best hitters. And I, he really didn't come on until he was like 29 or 30, which is rare. Like usually you hit that age, you're ancient and, uh, oh, wrong side of 30. And you're going to start to... Uh, diminishing in your returns, as it were. Uh, but he made it in. He was great. Excited about that. And Joe Maurer uh, was on the cover of MLB The Show two years in a row. And not that that is like a requirement to be in the Hall of Fame, but <laughs> he was a dude, man. Like one of the best catchers of his generation, for sure. Great hitter. Um, also seemed like just a just a dude, man. Just a dude. Joe Maurer's a dude. He did those commercials. And they were fun, and uh, that was a time when the show was really fun. Um, the game, not this, but anyway. Uh, so there you go. Three guys make it in. Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, Todd Helton. Very well-deserved. Big fan. Uh, makes me feel old because I watched pretty much all these guys' careers. So, uh, yeah, we're at, we've are at we been at that point for a little while where um, these guys are coming in and retiring. I'm like, oh, I watched you like the whole time you played baseball in the in the major leagues. It's crazy. Uh, I will say Billy Wagner, notably, fell five votes short of being elected. So I think he's got another couple years on the ballot. So I would say he's in next year. I hope so. I think he deserves it. And I'm a little bummed out that five people didn't think so. So he can't be in the Hall of Fame yet. But hopefully for next year, Billy Wagner will make it in. Um, and I am disappointed that Gary Sheffield fell off the ballot because he was that was his 10th year. And he got, what, 60-something percent. Uh, I would think, because they have all these committees, these uh, today's modern era committee and the the who's who committee and the dead ball era slapstick comedy committee, whatever they're called, uh, and they they review all these people, and it's like 10 or 11 former players, and they vote to get you in. That's how Harold Baines got in. But in a couple of years, I believe, every, I don't know, seven years or so, these committees meet and they review eligibility for other players. So I would have to think that Gary Sheffield would make it when being voted by players. I would think he would get in. I think he's a Hall of Famer anyway. Like, I think he should have gotten in on the writer's ballot, but he didn't. It happens. Um, so we'll see. But I think he deserves it. That guy was awesome. And um, not to say that the guys who got in aren't awesome. Obviously, they are. We said that. But, uh, yeah, so Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, Todd Helton, Jim Leland, well-deserved all around. Bummed out about Billy Wagner. He should get in next year. And really bummed out that Sheffield now dropped off the ballot. So he's got to wait for a committee. And I think he'll get in. But like I said, I thought he should have gotten in with the writers. But anyway, uh, not my call to make. If I had a vote for, if I had a vote, we've talked about this. If I had a vote for the Hall of Fame, uh, well, things might look very different. <laughs> At least like the completed ballots that you see, the guys, because I would make my ballot public. I think they should. Um, well, uh, well, yeah, you know what? No, I think they should. And you should have to defend your choices. Or you, guess what? You don't get the vote next year. I think that's what they should do. They're not going to do that. Um, like all those guys who railed against Bonds and Clemens and all that and then voted and then turn around and vote for Carlos Beltran is to say, all right, well, the reason I say that, by the way, is because, you know, Bonds, Clemens suspected of cheating, you know, say whatever you want. We're not going down that rabbit hole. But to say, no, these guys don't get in because whatever. And then to turn around and vote for Carlos Beltran, 
who orchestrated the biggest cheating scandal we've seen in 100 years in baseball with the 2017 Astros to turn around to say no to Bonds and Clemens and you know guys like Sheffield who were oh, suspected users of performance-enhancing drugs, but then turn around and vote for someone who was literally caught in a cheating scandal. It just doesn't make sense to me. And no, I don't know if anybody who didn't vote for Bonds and Clemens then voted for Beltron. I don't know that. Uh, but I think it's fair to to make that jump, right? Like you look at one thing and say, no, no, they can't do this, even though you made money as a writer covering those guys and the league made money and then turn around and go, oh, well, Carlos Beltran, he should get in. Well, forget about that thing because they're dead. Whatever. Anyway, Pat, you said you weren't going to do it. You're right. I'm sorry. <sighs> sorry. It's just like the idea that the Hall of Fame voters, that the writers are some kind of morality police is ridiculous. You either made it on your numbers or you didn't. And that's that. Like the Baseball Hall of Fame should be a showcase, a celebration of all these guys who did great things on the baseball field. And if you want to put a little dash or an asterisk or a or a whatever that says, oh, by the way, this guy was suspected of using PEDs or this guy was involved in a, in a scandal or something like that. Unless you have been banned by the commissioner and that ban has been upheld by several commissioners since then, like Pete Rose and Shoeless Joe and all that, you should be, you know, if your numbers warrant it, you should be in. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens should be in. There we go. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, just the idea that they're this morality police for some reason really bothers me. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd like, where's the, I guess, I guess what I want is consistency. But anyway, let's, let's wrap the baseball thing by saying again, congratulations to Adrian Beltre. I like they're going to listen. Uh, Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, Todd Helton, and Jim Leland, who will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this July. So looking forward to that. Um, it's exciting. I like it. I love the Baseball Hall of Fame, and I wish I could go back. Sometime. I don't know when, but I would love to go back because it's really fun. I love it. Love that place. And uh, yeah, there we go. So there's Baseball Hall of Fame update for you. Do we have any hot stove? I don't, I didn't run anything down, but if you want me to talk about a team signing or not signing or trading or, or whatever, um, we're a couple months away from spring training. So when we get to, let's see, spring, the pitchers and catchers report when? February 14th, I believe. So if you would like me to do, I try to do this every year. Sometimes I forget. One time Josh joined me and we did one or two. But if you want me to preview one of you, preview your favorite team or any team, uh, you want me to look at what's going on, you want to come on and talk about it and uh, preview your team ahead of the season, you let me know and we will do our best to make that happen. Whether you want to come on, whether you want me to say whatever you want to say about the team, um, I will read your thoughts. If you not, well, I will read what you tell me to <laughs> to say and uh, and we can have fun that way, all right? All right, so there you go. There's your Baseball Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Beltre, Helton, Maurer, and Jim Leland. There we go with that. Okay, baseball stuff. Got that, knocked that out of the park. Well, we did something with it. Maybe we hit a double there. I don't know, maybe it bounced over the wall. Uh, anyway, <laughs> one more thing for me to get to today. And I, I saw this on, um, I don't know, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, is that WWE announced, WWE, uh, RIP Scott Hall, they announced a partnership with Netflix, which, uh, among other things, includes that their flagship show, Monday Night Raw, will be exclusively streamed on Netflix beginning January 2025. And I got to say, it's kind of nuts. 
Like, this is kind of crazy, right? Like, I figured this would happen eventually, that a streaming service would get the exclusive rights to a TV show. But it's still weird, right? Because, like, oh, I mean, Raw hasn't been on the same network since 1993. They've gone to, uh, they were USA, and then they were on TNN for a while, or Spike TV, whatever you call it, and then back to USA and all that. Um, But having this flagship show, I know wrestling, as we talked about last week, is a, a niche of a niche market. So like maybe it's not in the grand scheme of things that big of a deal, but in terms of like from wrestling fans, like this is weird, right? Like this is weird that Raw will no longer be on regular TV after this year. And it's like, it's, I don't know, man. I kind of like it. I know people are going to be mad. I know they're mad. They're already mad. Whether they don't have Netflix or they do have Netflix and don't want to, I don't know, if you already have Netflix and you like watching Raw, or wrestling in general, then this is just like you already have it and you don't have to do anything about it. Like you don't have to change anything. You just go to Netflix and you can still watch Raw. Like I guess you change which app you use, right? Although I guess I'm assuming you have a smart TV in this scenario. And if you don't, and you don't really have a way to watch Netflix, not on your phone, then this is a bummer. But I think in general, I, I don't hate it. My question is, Will Raw still be three hours? I guess they would still be selling ad space for the people who are on the ad-supported Netflix uh, tier. I guess that would still make sense to have it. Because the reason they went to three hours in 20-whatever, 13 or something, uh, is because, hey, we can get an, another hour worth hours worth of uh, advertisements and sponsor things and make more money, which I get from a business perspective. I understand that. I get it. I, as a fan, I hate it. Like, as a fan, the TV shouldn't be longer than two hours, unless it's, like, a special super show or whatever, because then the pay-per-views have to get longer, and then that's a slog, right? And then, you know, WrestleMania is eight hours. You know, now WrestleMania is two days, which is great, uh, but, like, the TV, the weekly TV should be two hours. That's that's my thing. I will stick to that forever. Um, it should be one or two hours, and that's it. But anyway, so I, I do wonder about that. I wonder if the show will still be three hours. I did read that if you have the ad-supported tier, you'll get the ads, obviously, during commercial breaks. Um, that would nor- like It's said that the matches will be worked around breaks. So you're still getting ads. And so those of us who pay for the premium tier with no ads will get, like, the, I think, that what do they call it? Like, non-important match action. So it would be like a somebody in a sleeper hold or an, or an arm bar or whatever. Um, they call it a rest hold or a wear down hold. Wrestler, I will say, I've heard wrestlers on podcasts, uh, they don't like the term rest hold because they like they prefer to call it a wear down hold. So that's what we will also do because you're not resting, you're wearing down your opponent, you know, no matter what it looks like. Um, in the in the scheme of the thing, you're, wear, you're wearing down your opponent. So no rest holds, wear down holds. Is that okay? Does that work? Okay. So we'll get those. That's fun. Uh, I'm sure the price is going to go up again because now they're getting a new thing. We'll uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, I'm sure it's going to be fine, but we'll see. Maybe it won't be fine. Who knows? I did read, though. So WWE has a contract with Peacock, and they moved the network from their own thing to Peacock, which, uh, you know, as an idea, don't hate, but Peacock's uh, interface is awful, and the way they categorize things... Uh, in the WWE section is terrible. So that sucks. 
But that contract is until 2026. So it's either they re-up in the US, because internationally, I think all the things, like basically the version of the network is going to shift to Netflix outside the US, which is good. I like that. It's fine. Put it all in one spot. That's what I want. But in the US, it's Peacock for another two years, and Netflix is going to get Raw and other things, I suppose. But I wonder if SmackDown's going to get their, like the other shows and NXT and that. Are they going to get on there too? That's what I want to know. What happens with the other shows? Uh, and also, I don't know what I was saying. Either they re-up with Peacock after 2026, or they move all the network stuff and the premium live events, formerly called pay-per-views. Or I guess they still are if you have cable. Um, so then that all moves to Netflix in two years. So I'm interested about that. I'm interested to see what the price hike will be, because it will be one. And, well, I was interested in how the ads would work, but they answered that already, so that's good. Um, Yeah, I I get that people are going to be bummed out about this or straight up mad about this, because, like, when a sports game, like the NFL playoff game was on Peacock exclusively the other day, and there are games, there are baseball games that are only on Apple TV or only on Peacock or only here or there, and people get mad about that. And hockey, only on ESPN+, Plus, right? Some games are only on ESPN+. Plus, and people get mad about that. They're like, oh, why do I have to... It's like, all right, you either sign up for the thing or you don't. Like, I don't have Apple TV. I have no... Um, I think I got a free year of MLS something or other that might have expired by now. And I didn't watch any of it because I don't have time to watch things. But, you know, you either sign up for the thing to watch the game or you don't. And you don't get to see the game. And you have to follow it on the, you know ESPN Gamecast or something like it's 2008 and we don't have these gadgets and ways to watch the game or you listen on the radio or whatever but you know sitting there whining about it oh it's all these streamers bah, bah, bah. yeah like people don't pay for cables so they have like these companies have to get the money somewhere so they pay the streamers for the uh the rights here to stream the stuff and then the streamers get the money cuz you got to pay them to watch it that's just look is it perfect of course not Is it ideal? Probably not, but it's how it is. This is what we're doing. So you either get on board or you don't get to watch the thing. That's all. But it is wild that the flagship show will no longer be on regular TV. Like I said, I figured this would happen. I figured this would be a thing, that some show would move from regular TV permanently or or as long as the deal goes to a streaming service. And maybe this isn't the first time this has happened, but it's something I'm interested in, uh, wrestling that is. So I am, um, I'm tuned into this part, I guess. So if this has already happened, sorry, I missed it. But like the main show of, a, of the company is going to be exclusively on Netflix next year. That's nuts. Like, that's crazy. Again, I figured this would happen, but it's still crazy, right? Like they're going to Netflix and maybe... After 2026, when the Peacock deal expires, all the other stuff will go to Netflix too. I don't know. I prefer the uh, the Netflix uh, interface to Peacock by a mile. So that would work for me. I mean, either I'm not going to like stop using Peacock or whatever. Like I only I don't only watch wrestling on Peacock, but um, like I already have Netflix, I already have Peacock. So as far as I'm concerned with the wrestling, this is not a big deal. The only uh, the only wrestling thing that would uh, would uh, <laughs> have me shaking in my boots, as it were, is if uh, AEW moved things to Max, because I don't have that one. 
but uh, we'll see. We shall see. But anyway, yes, Monday Night Raw. WWE signs a deal with Netflix. Monday Night Raw will be moving to Netflix in 2025 exclusively. That's nuts. That is nuts. People are mad. They're going to get mad, of course, because it's not, you know, it's not easy, I guess, for a lot of people. If you don't have a smart TV or a way to watch Netflix on your TV, although at this point, you should, right? Like, there should be a, a way for you to do that that's not complicated, right? You should have a smart TV or a, a device, a Roku or a console or a whatever. Um, like, that shouldn't be a barrier anymore, right? And if it is, well, you got a year to sort that out. All right, you got to, well, you got 11 months to sort that out. All right? All right, good luck out there. So there you go. Monday Night Raw heading to Netflix. That's uh that's wild, man. That is a wild wild thing to think about. So we'll th- we'll figure it out. Also, The Rock just got named to the board of directors for the company TKO, which is the uh, the entity that owns both UFC and WWE, right? That's the name of that. It's the official name of the combined company. It used to be Endeavor. And then they combined the things and made a new thing, right? TKO, I think. Anyway, The Rock is on the board of directors, and uh, he now owns the rights to his nickname, The Rock. Dwayne Johnson now owns his nickname, The Rock. So there you go. I thought he, I thought that he, he would have owned that for years, but uh, now, well, he didn't, and now he does. So good for him, good for them, good for me. I don't see how this is bad for me. So there we go. Wrestling man. Sorry, Mom. We're done with that. And done with most of the things that I got to tell you today. But for now, let's turn it over, maybe, I hope, to the captain. Tell us what's going on with the Fly Guys. We shall see if he is there and how much he dives into the news that's going on. How's that? See that? We got a double tease right there. Does that work? Not if he's not there, because I'm not going to tell you about it, because I don't have all the details. Maybe he does. We'll find out in a minute. Good, sir. The floor will find five seconds. Good, sir. The floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, hey, Flyers fans, Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Ooh, yeah, guys, we talked about how the Flyers were doing so well, really just kicking butt, and then they hit a bit of a brick wall, both professionally on the ice and personally, which we'll get into briefly. So the second game on Saturday of the four-game homestand, the Flyers were hosting the Colorado Avalanche, ended up losing that game 7-4. to four. That was a rough one. The Flyers really got it handed to them. And then the Flyers had a great spot on Sunday against the Ottawa Senators. They were playing a back-to-back, but listen, Ottawa is not that good this year but the Flyers ended up losing that game five to three Claude Giroux getting a goal I mean the captain he just he just wants to punish the Flyers I don't know what to say but the Flyers go ahead on this last game of their homestand they're gonna take on Tampa Bay they take them on on Tuesday night they ended up losing that game six to three giving up a hat trick my goodness the team just wasn't there So looking ahead, the Flyers are going to take on the Red Wings on Thursday night. They're going to Detroit. Then you're going to be taking on the Bruins at home on Saturday. Then we roll into February. 
Flyers are going to Florida to take on the Panthers on Tuesday. So guys, the Flyers have a bit of a tough stretch coming up, especially against some tough opponents. The Bruins, I mean, I'm circling that game. The Flyers need to beat the Bruins to really show some supremacy in that Eastern Conference. So let's see what they can do. I mean, Detroit is a really good team this year. They got their work cut out for them. Now I'm going to briefly just talk. I'm going to take my cues from Danny B. I'm going to briefly talk about Carter Hart stepping away for an indefinite period of time. I know you've seen the reports out there. There was the allegations at the World Juniors back in 2018. This is not anything that we can scoff at. This is a serious matter. It needs to play out. And if Carter Hart was involved in any way, the man should be punished to the full extent of the law. But we're going to let this play out. We will see what happens. So until that time when we find out what happens, Sam Erson is our guy. We need to rally behind him. He's had a very good year so far. He's had a bit of a rough stretch, obviously, these past couple games. But I feel like they can rally and they can get behind him. And John Tortorella is going to make sure that this team is ready to play again. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melty Pad on Next Level Radio. There you have it. Thank you, my friend. The Melty Pat, the Next Level Network, just in case he wasn't there and you heard the slap shot noise or Marv Albert. Or, no, Marv Albert's the basketball one. Um, the, the sounder, the swish. Yes. Marv Albert. So there we go. So you heard the slap shot sound if he wasn't there or you heard the captain tell us all about the fly guys uh, as only he can. So there we go. Thank you, my friend. That is all mostly for today. We're not going to do G-Love. Let me just do this now. We're not going to do G-Love today. We'll do mine. Uh, but go check out G-Love and Special Sauce at philadelphonic.com. There we go. All right. We got that out of the way, so we don't have to do that at, in the tag at the end. Um, all right. That's all. We did it, though. We made it. We made it to the end of the show. Somehow, some way, we are here. We did it. This has been an 8 Boiling production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank you, veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated, and boost it when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. I'm everywhere at the Melting Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads, and .com. Send your questions, your comments, your observations, your what have yous over there. Oh, God. Oh, we got to go. 209-867-7638. Or uh, send a text, leave a voicemail, do the thing. Thanks, everybody, for your answers to the question. If I missed you, my bad. Somebody remind me about the concerts thing. We'll do that next week. Thank you to Midnight Skies. Again, at Midnight Skies Band on social media. Go get We're Not Okay. Where you get your stuff came out yesterday. So go do the thing. Also, forgot to mention this during the wrestling. The Royal Rumble is tonight. So it's already up on Facebook by the time this happens. But our game, you pick a number from 1 to 30. If your guy or girl or, or lady wins, you get to come on the show. All right, there we go. We I almost forgot to mention it. But there it is. All right, we're good. We are done. Thanks so much. I love you. Go have fun. Don't be don't be silly. You could be silly. Just don't be an idiot about it. All right? All right. I love you. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Thank you so very much. Go crap open a cold one.